On the show tonight, the NBA officially has a start date. Alex Carr is back home. Masters, Packers dominance in Thursday night football. Pac-12 is back in my five games for the weekend. This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast. It's Friday, it's the weekend, welcome to the show, lost the cover, very busy week, looking forward to a busy weekend, so let's kick it off with the NBA, well, the NBA players in the NBA voted last night for its season to start, and December 22nd it's going to be, well, I always talked about how they wanted the Christmas games, guess what, they're going to get the Christmas games, and the Players Association voted on that. Now, training camp is going to kick off December 1st. NFL draft is happening on the 18th. And then also trades are available starting on the 16th. Free agency has yet to open up. But I know they said back you can start discussing with, or players were certainly discussing with their original teams. But no free agency has been uh, official. So, That will be announced soon. There are 103 free agents expected to hit the free agent market. So we'll see what happens. A lot to work with in the next couple weeks. Like I stated, uh, training camp opens up on December 1st. Today is December 6th. So we are under a month to go before training camp starts. I know some facilities were allowed to open to allow 10 on 10 practices to start so that's always good to know that some players are getting back into the groove but you know like I stated a loss to go through and it's going to be hard for them to do free agency draft examination especially with the pandemic going on what is the NBA going to do like for the Raptors for example you know coming into the border uh, quarantine for 14 days are the Raptors going to be doing their training camp and training Tra- uh, training camp, draft uh, process, uh, free agent visits all outside of Canada because when you come in to visit, you have to quarantine for the 14 days. So this is already starting to affect the Raptors. So they have to now probably affect or make changes to their game plan that they originally did. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, see how that develops as the weeks go on. But I'm very happy to have that the NBA is coming back. Uh, like, listen. I would love to have them start regularly like normal, but the fact that they're getting a December 22nd start is good. It's good for the fans. It's good for the league. It, it sucks that we don't have any fans that allowed at the at the moment. I know uh, they broke today that some facilities will allow 50% capacity into lower seats or some of their suites as well, but it's hard to say. Now, it's not 50% capacity of the arenas. The 50% capacity of their suites or lower some lower bowls, so we will see what happens there. Um, now I stated 50%, some of them will be 20, so 20 to 50% in regards to uh, fans being allowed in the in the arenas. Now for the Raptors, will the Raptors be at uh, some facilities? Who knows? Are they going to be in Jersey where there's rumors to be? I know Buffalo mentioned that they are trying to put in a bid to have the Raptors play or at least start the season in Buffalo, but who knows? But with this uh, start date, uh, December 22nd, 
there's going to be a big rush. It's a lot of stuff to go through. A lot of facilities need to get ready again. So we'll see how it goes now. Uh, it is a 72-game season. I believe when I said on Wednesday's show that they're going to be ending it about close to July. So we'll see how that goes and how uh, it progresses. But more to update on the next episodes. I'll even update on tomorrow's episode as well. But hey, trades, you can start, teams can start training on the 16th, draft is on the 18th. So we'll see what happens in the next couple weeks. Maybe free agency is happening just after the draft. But even uh, visits, uh, trying to get them to the training camp. Lots to go through in the next couple of weeks, and it's going to be a hectic, hectic schedule for the NBA and for all teams because we have to see what's going to happen. Now, I stated 103 free agents. Now, some of those might go down because of free uh, re-signings. So I know Anthony Davis is one of the top free agents. Fred Van Vliet for the Raptors. Uh, there are going to be other free agents re-signing with the original team. So. You can see this number dwindling down uh, as we go forward. Because I know uh, Hartnell from the Clippers, he was even going to be expected free agent as well. So we will see what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Or even in the next week, we should see a lot of teams potentially re-signing their own players. So in, in, the, in the salary too, uh, I believe they're going to do a 2% increase on the salary cap potentially. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but... Free agency is it's gonna be a whew, it's gonna be a tough one. Like I stated, 103. Expect that number to go down. Probably drop it about maybe 15, 10 to 15 percent total, just because some players may resign with their original teams. And then we'll see what the contracts bring. Are they gonna get max contracts? Are we gonna see lucrative contracts this off season in the free agency? Who knows? I know Fred Van Vliet is expecting to, you know, fetch a high value. Will he get what he gets? Will he resign with the Raptors? Who knows? But lots to come in the next couple of weeks. It's definitely going to be busy on the podcast for this, and I will get you up to date as well. So uh, I will let you know on how the season or how this free agency or how this month progresses in regards to getting everything ready for that December 1st training camp start date as well as kickoff on December 26th. Lots to go through, lots to prepare, but be on the lookout, and I'll update as well. So let's kick it over to some baseball news. Uh, My Boston Red Sox, Alex Cora, the ex-manager, now rehired after serving his one-year suspension uh, for his uh, involvement or being the mastermind. I'm sorry, I can't see my air quotes, but the mastermind behind the Houston Astros cheating scandal back in 2017. Red Sox let him go before last year's season started. But he's back. Listen, I stated on Monday show I was okay with Alex Cora returning. I am. I am he he's a good fit with the team. You know, the development of Rafael Devers, communications with uh, Xander Bogarts. You, you saw the maturity from what Cora was like as a player transition over to those players. So the development is there. Now, lots of Red Sox fans are upset because, you know, what he had done with the Astros. Yes, yes, yes. But let's be honest. The players were definitely behind it more than what uh, Cora did. Now, Cora could have spoken up as one of the bench coaches, but, you know, it is what it is. But, listen, I'm happy. I, I think it's a great resigning. 
when he was fired last year, there was even rumors that hey, that he was just get rehired. That you know the original the manager that was hired on for this past season was just going to be the transition to us to have him brought back. Remember, the Red Sox fired him just because you know they had to do their due diligence and let him go because of the involvement with the Astros. Not nothing really with him involved in regards to the 2018 uh, World Series issue uh, in regards to the Red Sox, but. Uh, he's back, and I'm happy about it. Now, in regards to the Red Sox, what do they have planned in this season? Well, this offseason, they got to look at pitching. they got to look at some uh, free agents. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. is a free agent this season, so I don't want to lose him. One of the best center fielders in the game, so we will see how that goes. But if the Red Sox are going to do anything, pitching is definitely the priority. And we'll see what Cora does. Will he bring it back? Hey, maybe we win the World Series this year. Maybe not. But you know what? Having that manager there that is good for the, the locker room, I, I love it. So that's what I'm happy with as well. So next, we're going to kick it off to some Packers. Uh, as you know, last night, the Green Bay Packers won 34-17 against the um, somewhat San Francisco 49ers. They... The Packers were dominating. They're at one point up 28 to three uh, in the game, so it was just a dominating performance. Listen, the 49ers are decimated. Uh, they showed a meme today of what the NFC Championship team looked like compared to what the team looked like last night. Definitely night and day. You had players who retired. You have injuries. Garoppolo's out. Kittle is out for the next eight weeks. It's not the same team that they faced, and it showed on the field. So. And plus, there was COVID uh, players who uh, received or were put on the COVID list: Trent Williams, uh, Samuel. So, it's it's you can't really say much about last night's game. Last night's game, sorry, but the Packers just dominated. They do, they dominated a C-class football team. So that's what's happened. That's what happened last night. It was just a straight up dominating performance. Devontae Adams had a hell of a game, 10 receptions, 173 yards. It, you, like, I don't want to bash the 49ers because they were decimated. They had basically half a starting squad out there, and the Packers have been red hot. So that was Thursday night football. It was exciting. If you're a Packers fan, if you're a Niners fan or a football fan, it was eh. you just saw one team just take them to town, and bam, that was it. That was it, but, you know. Pack uh, 49ers, they got dummy. they got dummied. So as you know, it's Friday, which means I always announce my games for the weekend, what I'm liking, what I'm going to see. So my five games for the weekend: Seahawks and Bills, Raiders versus Chargers, uh, Pittsburgh versus Dallas, Chiefs versus Panthers, Minnesota versus Detroit, and then I do have an honorable mention: the Colts versus the Ravens. That looks like the game of the week the weekend that people are talking about but you know uh bills coming off a big win against the patriots last week seahawks coming off a w as well raiders um they had a nice little win last week uh chargers well they're going to be carrying over a big loss uh for giving up the comeback to the denver broncos uh pittsburgh versus dallas that's definitely going to be a one-sided affair. And then the Chiefs and Panthers, that's looking like a one-sided affair as well. And then you got a good divisional matchup. Minnesota versus Detroit. Detroit getting decimated last week by the Colts. Minnesota 
they had a big win against the Packers. So that looks like a good game. Question is, will Stafford be there? He should be there because of his uh, – well, we'll see if he's there or not. It's hard to say. Uh, but I will be announcing my winners or who I think is going to be winning tomorrow on the show, on the episode. So be on the lookout there. But, you know, every team has their little uh, factors. One thing is the Panthers have Christian McCaffrey coming back. Will that make much of a difference? Who knows? But maybe it will be a sleeper pick. Who really knows? But I'll discuss my picks tomorrow on the show. So tune in to that as well. Colts and Ravens. A lot of talk about this this week. We all know the history. The Colts were once in Baltimore. They, in the middle of the night, packed it up, moved it on to Indianapolis. Baltimore didn't have a team until the late 90s, which the Ravens came in because they moved Cleveland to Baltimore. So lots of history there going back. Some people who are old Baltimore fans know that this is more of a rivalry than anything else just because of the history of the two cities going all the way back to 1984. So watch that game, 1 o'clock, but it's, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking for a Colts W in regards to this game. But uh, So my five game, I'm looking for the W, yes, but these are my five games. Seahawks and Bills, Raiders and Chargers, Pitts, Pitt, Dallas, Chiefs and Panthers, Minnesota and Detroit, Minnesota versus Detroit, and an honorable mention of the Colts and Ravens. Uh, this will not be, the Colts and Ravens will not be part of my total, but it will be a mention and I will pick a winner for tomorrow. Uh, sitting at 25 and 13 on my season right now, let's go for a 5 and 0. Like I say every Saturday, 5 and 0. I'm hoping for it. So, uh, today is Friday. We are less than a week away from the Masters starting, which is I'm very excited to have that. The final major of the year. I will be doing a pool tomorrow uh, through my work, or not through, not through my work, through a, a, a golf store that I shop at regularly, Niagara Golf Warehouse. I'll probably put a tag in the post tomorrow in regards to this on the podcast, so I will be talking about that so i'll go over the the pool that i'm doing i'll announce my picks on who i'm liking as well i'm getting my mom to do it too so it's going to be interesting so tomorrow's episode is going to be a little bit longer than usual my rankings my picks as well as doing the master's pool we'll choose my winner or choose who we like uh it's 10 players top three get paid out but i will be choosing my players to see what's going on now, as it is the Masters, you know, I am excited. I was going to talk tonight about who I believe the early favorites are. Might as well save that for tomorrow as I'm doing the pool. Uh, next Saturday, not tomorrow, but the following Saturday, uh, I'll be doing the top 10 greatest golfers uh, for that. Just because it's ma- uh, Masters week and it's it's one of the biggest events of the year. So that's my top 10 for next Saturday. I do have my top 10 uh, for tomorrow i'll announce that at the end of the show so tune in for that so masters just coming coming talking i'll cover that as the next few episodes tomorrow i will be doing my pool because it's got to be in by november the 11th which is perfect so i will go over which players i'm liking and with those players who i believe may win but that's going to be happening on the show tomorrow listen Bryson so far is the early favorite. I'm hoping that Matt Wolf does something. 
but you know this is a talented field a talented young field so we will see what happens so you know bryson's coming off the u.s win you have morikawa who won the pga too so he should be uh, a favorite too but you do have the pass maybe tiger woods wins we'll see what sergio garcia does does dustin johnson finally get there but we will see um the one thing is too i was talking with a buddy of mine this week and we're talking about you know those golfers that have never have never won the golfers that have never won a major and you know you got to look at some of the golfers that have only won single majors golfers that you know had those stellar years but haven't done much since you talked about spieth and what he did in 2015 you got justin thomas you have rory mcelroy you also have guys like ricky fowler ricky fowler has yet to win but the guys i talked about thomas spieth they're multiple majors winners but Dustin Johnson's only got one. Jason Day's only got one. Justin Rose's got one. Uh, when you're looking at the list, th those guys only have one, but they haven't done much since. Like, Dustin Johnson just came off a FedEx win. Beautiful. Uh, Bryson just won one, but that was his first. But you have those guys that have yet to win, have yet to bring anything, or sorry, yet to get over that hump of multiple winners. Because Kepka has four. And he he's just dominated. He's won two PGAs, two US uh two US Opens, two PGA championships. You got McElroy who's got three, but McElroy hasn't won since two thousand fourteen. But we're we're looking at, you know, majors. Who's gonna be there? Maybe you know what, I think next week I'm gonna have a have to have a discussion about the greatest golfers or you know, have a discussion about those golfers with the majors. Who are we expecting? Who are we not expecting? Maybe my rankings tomorrow will be, you know, the greatest golfers who never won. Because there is a list. There is a list of golfers that have never won a major. You know what? Maybe next week, next, you know what, next Wednesday, I will do that as a ranking. Specialty ranking for next Wednesday. I'll still do my normal ranking for next week. My ranking for next Wednesday to kick it off top 10 greatest golfers who have never won a major i'm going to note that here top 10 greatest to never win and that is a list here listen um mcelroy he could be on that list but you have matt kuchar lee westwood luke donald you have guys there that have never won a major they've competed they've shown up but you know are, are they going to be those ones that just go off into the sunset and say hey here we go. Thank you. All the best. Like, there was a long time where we thought Sergio may never win. Like, Sergio took a long time to get that Masters. But we were all happy for him when he won. But, like I said, I'm covering the Masters pool. And my specialty update, breaking news, top 10 greatest uh, players to never win a major. Uh, that will be next Wednesday's specialty show. And I'll explain part of it, the reason why. So, I'll talk about that. Moving on to the rest of what we have to talk about. Pac-12 football is back. I'm excited for that. You should be excited for that. If you're a friend named Scott, you should be excited for that too. Uh, USC football is back. That's my favorite college team. They play Arizona State tomorrow. But we haven't even gotten to a game yet. And we already have two canceled, two canceled games for tomorrow. Uh, Utah. And Arizona has canceled, and Washington and Colorado has canceled. Let me confirm those games. My apologies. 
let me just confirm those games for next week. Sorry. Yeah, Arizona and Utah, Washington and California. My apologies. Colorado's playing UCLA. So Washington and California, Arizona and Utah, both have already been canceled due to COVID. Uh, Utah, uh, they've been having up, or their cases are on the rise. So there is a concern there. So that game has been canceled. But the rest of the slate for the uh, Pac-12 is still going on. SC's playing Arizona State. Colorado, UCLA, like I stated. And then you got Oregon and Stanford. So look out for those games. I'm very sad that I cannot see USC play Stanford. I usually get excited for this around around this time back in September because uh, it was a played around my birthday. That was a matchup I always looked forward to. I remember when Andrew Luck was part of Stanford and was playing USC. The only time I could say I hate Andrew Luck. That's actually a lie. I've had, I've had my hatred motives for Andrew Luck. Not when he retired. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that another day. But, you know, USC, USC football is back. Pac-12 is back. So I'm excited. I will be watching that as that's going on tomorrow. So, yes, I'm very excited. Pac-12 football is back. So we'll see how this season goes. I will be updating that. So you, uh, Pac-12 is only doing seven games uh, for the season. It's it is what it is, but you know I'm excited for it. Sorry, Pac-12 is doing six games. I'm seeing six game, six games for UCLA. One thing too is no Notre Dame USC game. That's very very sad. I'm very sad about this. So originally there was talks that they're only going to do seven games, but it looks like they're only doing six, from what I could see. So it is it is what it is. So. That's college football. This is what the life is like with the pandemic. But I'm excited for Pac-12 football tomorrow. 12 o'clock, USC, Arizona State. If you're not watching that, you should be. Oh, well. So there. If uh, my buddy Scott is listening to this, yes, I gave you a shout-out on the show. Oh, well. There'll probably be more mentions about that, but hey. Lots to cover in the world of sports. But, uh, so just a reminder, Pac-12, uh, my games tomorrow, my top five. And then now, uh, Saturday, you know, I stated earlier what I do Saturday, my top ten rankings. And then my uh, picks for the games. I will be doing the Masters pool as well. I'm going to be doing that early. My, like I stated, my mom's going to be doing one as well. So covering that. So tomorrow on the show. Uh, I will be doing my master's pool, so I'll be doing my picks nice and early. My five game, my five games of the week, including my honorable mention of U.S. of uh, Colts and Ravens, and then tomorrow my rankings. Now I never said what my rankings were, because I said next week is kind of a golf week. It's the Masters. I'm very excited. FYI, I'm also playing six times next week for golf. I don't have a problem. You have a problem. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, six times next week I am playing, but lots of golf next week. So, next Wednesday, I'm doing my top, I'm doing a specialty ranking. Top 10 greatest golfers to never win a major. So, some of them will include players in the field. So, I'm hoping down the line that these players prove me wrong, but next Wednesday, greatest players to never win a major. That's happening Wednesday show next Saturday because, hey, it's the Masters and I'm excited for it. 
I will be doing my top 10 greatest of all time. So tune in for that. So is it going to be Jack? Is it going to be Tiger? Where do I put the King? Where do I put the Black Knight? Where do I put Greg Norman, Nick Faldo, John Daly, Phil Mickelson? Do I include the new generation of Rory, Dustin? No, Bryson is not in the top 10 list. He would never be there. Some of those guys will not be there as well. Where do I put Seve? Where do I put uh, Lee Trevino? Who are the golfers going to be there? What about, uh, you know, uh, Bobby Jones? You have uh, Sam Snead. I got a lot of golfers in there. And when you look at the history of the game, there are a lot of great golfers. But the question is probably going to be, in my opinion, or in the world's opinion, is it going to be Tiger or is it going to be Jack? I'll have to tune out next Saturday for that. So just to recap, Saturday's show, going over my master's pool, including early favorites, my top 10 rankings of the top of the top 10 greatest basketball players in the last 20 years. That's my rankings for tomorrow. Uh, so I got a little off topic out there because I got excited for next week. So tomorrow's top 10 greatest basketball players of the last 20 years. I did this for hockey. I'm doing this for basketball since the NBA is back, and I've already done my top 10 greatest uh, basketball players. So we all know who that was, and I chose MJ. Just a reminder who number one was, and then I'll be making my picks for the five games. So lots of, lots of stuff, lots to cover on the show tomorrow. Uh, very good, busy day today. Very. I'm very happy that Alex Cora is back. I'm happy that Pac-12 football is back. I'm happy that Colts and Ravens are playing on Saturday. I'm happy that the NBA's got a start season, and I'm excited that golf, the majors, are back next week. So I will be going over that as well. Thank you for listening to the show tonight. I hope everyone has a great weekend. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great Friday night. This is the Draining Jimmy's podcast. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,